Hello, readers of Every Word, and welcome to Every Word 365. I'm your host, Christina Munoz Madsen, and today we are reading 2 Corinthians 1 through 5. Happy Thanksgiving! I am so thankful for each and every one of you and hope you're able to celebrate today with lots of loved ones. Even if you've fallen behind or have lots of paper clips in your Bible, chances are you've read more of your Bible than ever before. And I'm so thankful that so many of you have chosen to be a part of this group. On to today's reading. I'm so excited to be sharing about 2 Corinthians because it contains my life verse and the concept for a church presentation where I gave my life to Christ. So, more on that in a bit. But first, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. 2 Corinthians 4, 4. Did you know that Satan is God, little g, of this world? If you think about all the awful things that happen on this earth, it really does make sense. Our God created perfection, a perfect world in that beautiful Garden of Eden. But after the fall of man, eating of the forbidden fruit, the world changed and sin took over. That's why I almost chuckle when someone says, why do bad things happen? If we were living in that perfect world, they wouldn't happen. And when we're in God's kingdom in heaven, they won't happen. But in the meantime, the real question should be, why do good things happen? And I would argue it's because of God's grace that we get to experience any goodness at all. I once heard someone say that the awful stuff we see on this earth is a tiny glimpse into what hell is like. And the great things that happen are tiny glimpses of what's to come in heaven. If that thought doesn't make you desperately want to spend all eternity in heaven, I don't know what will. And that leads me to my life verse. I'm going to share the NIV version because that's what I'm most familiar with. And I'll warn you, I typically get emotional when I share this. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And that's 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. As I've already shared, I gave my life to Christ six months after losing my dad. Two weeks later, I was invited to join a Bible study. I'm still associated with that group 18 years later. One of our assignments was to find a Bible verse for the year. Well, I knew very little about the Bible and even less about how to find a pertinent verse for me. So what did I do? I started Googling, which was a mistake at the time because I Googled death in the Bible. Well, as we all know now, there's a lot of death in the Old Testament and most of what I saw was pretty disturbing or bothersome to me and not helpful at all. But when the search results came from the New Testament, I started to feel comforted. And I can't explain exactly how it happened, but I was very drawn to this verse. Three times in the next few months, God confirmed very clearly to me that this was not only my verse for the year, but the verse for my life. For example, I shared my story to introduce a speaker at my very first Bible study, someone I did not know and had not spoken to, and I shared my verse. When she started to share, her entire speech was written around the same verse. And again, I'd never met this person. While some might call that a coincidence, I don't. All that to say, I encourage you to find a verse for yourself. Maybe it's different every year or every month for that matter. But if you pray for God to reveal it to you, he will. In chapter five, we find the inspiration for that church production that I went to where I ended up giving my life to Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.10, for we must all stand before Christ to be judged. 
We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. So the performance was called the Bema, which is Greek for the judgment seat. It's a one-man performance that our former pastor did. Two friends of ours invited us to go, and I did not want to go. I wasn't talking to God at the time, if you remember. But my husband was the one that encouraged us to go because all of their friends that they'd invited had said no. So I went very reluctantly. The performance was so good, and at the end, there was an opportunity to give your life to Christ, which I had never really heard, and I did. And how cool is this? While searching for information to share on this, I found links to a recording of the same pastor that did it back in 2005. So I am, of course, attaching links to this podcast description. It's the Bema Part 1 and the Bema Part 2, and the pastor's name is Tim Lundy. Now, I know you all may not have two hours to sit and watch the entire performance, but maybe you could watch it in small doses. It really does encourage you to start living your life differently. And obviously, it was very impactful for me and my spiritual journey. So if you're unfamiliar with this concept of the judgment seat that's mentioned in 2 Corinthians, I'm attaching two more links. One is from allaboutgod.com and, of course, another one from Got Questions to really understand this is not the judgment of salvation, heaven or hell. This is once you're in heaven, you get judged for all you have done on this earth. Great motivation to do the best we can in this small amount of time. Tomorrow is 2 Corinthians 6 through 9. Happy reading. This episode is brought to you by Travel with Friends. An aspect that sets Travel with Friends apart from other travel agencies is their hardworking and personable team. When you call their office, their office assistant will give direction and guidance with kindness and grace. The travel advocates that oversee each tour will steward all of your travel details and make your dream trip a reality. They also work diligently alongside the flight team to make your air travel experience seamless. Once you arrive and start your tour, our ground team's hospitality and knowledge will elevate your trip. If you want a personable and reliable travel company, just give Travel with Friends a call at 501-379-9226 or email them at friends at travelwithfriends.com. And of course, more information in the podcast description.